My name is Lauren Eliz Love, and welcome to this podcast. I'm so excited that you're here, and I can guarantee that you're craving success, abundance, prosperity, and all of the beautiful things that come with a thriving business. Here on the show, you are going to find all of the things that you really need to create that beautiful financial freedom that you crave. Inner work, personal transformation, and radical self-love are the tools that will excel you and propel you into that life that you desire. Here on the show, I will share stories and lessons from my life, along with interviews from great experts who've been able to do that work themselves. You'll hear lessons, breakthroughs, and tips to expand, to change, and to grow. Because growing a business is really about growing yourself. For more, you can visit laurenoflove.com. Are you ready? Let's dive in. This is the Badass Business Podcast. You're listening to the Badass Business Podcast, a show for the woman who is ready to claim a wildly free life. Tune in to hear new episodes every Tuesday by yours truly, Lauren Liz Love. This is the space where we can have open conversations about growing a successful business and creating a vibrant lifestyle. It's real, it's raw, and it's unfiltered. This episode of the Badass Business Podcast is sponsored by Crickets to Clients. You know, you guys, it is a hard-hitting struggle of being an entrepreneur. Finding clients can feel tough. And I remember when I started my journey, I felt like I was showing up every day on my Facebook and my Instagram and my website, and I was talking to no one. And this was really hard for me. I felt like I couldn't find clients and I didn't have a strategy. So I spent about nine months figuring that out, and today the strategy that I use has allowed my whole entire business to explode in the online space. And that method and that strategy that I use to get me there is all outlined for you in our Crickets to Clients promotion. Crickets to Clients is a beautiful training. It runs you about two hours, and it's seven bucks, you guys, and it shows you how to go from crickets to clients. It is simple, it is seamless, and it's easy. And it's seven fucking dollars. I mean, you can't get a better deal than that. Literally everything I outline in that program is the step-by-step of how I grew my tribe to our beautiful, beautiful 5,000 that we've reached. And beyond that, over the last couple of years, it's allowed me to grow my email list effectively and bring my Instagram following up. Crickets to Clients has changed the game for me. And so I wanted to share this with all of you. To find out more information about our Crickets to Clients training, you can go to badassbusinessbabe.com slash crickets, or you can click the link in the show notes. That's badassbusinessbabe.com slash crickets. Hello, you guys. Hi. Oh my gosh. I hope everybody had an amazing Thanksgiving. I'm still stuffed. It was crazy. I had the most delicious food ever. And then I slept in this morning and woke up like this. You know what's great about running your online business? Like, you could be seen in front of thousands of people looking like a homeless person doing a Facebook Live, and because you're in your house and like not out, it's socially acceptable. <laughs> so, like, I could literally be like, What's up? I'm in my pajamas and I'm working today. And that's like cool and it's not judged. So, that's really fucking awesome. So what's up, you guys? Welcome. I'm so fucking excited to be here talking to you guys today about just some of the 
really hard hitting decisions that I had to make in my business. And I think it's like so, so obvious to us that so many people out there are telling us what we should do, right? In our businesses and we're learning, oh, you need an email funnel or you need um, a proper uh, free opt-in or you, and it's like all strategic, right? Like it's all strategic. Good morning, Sarah. Good morning, Shannon. We're told to do these like very specific strategy-based things in our business. And we have this very clear understanding or so we think that if we do all of these things, then we will get all the monies, all the clients, <laughs> all the things. And it's not really actually true. Like I think looking back on my business, the, the biggest, most powerful pieces that had allowed that have allowed me to shift into that next level weren't really strategy based. They were mindset shifts that allowed me to tackle the next level of my business. And it's such a misconception, right? Strategy is so important. Let's not dismiss that, okay? I am not coming on here as your coach being like, just show up and do whatever the fuck you want. Like, just throw a bunch of things on the wall and it'll stick. Strategy is so important. And in my business with the beautiful team that we have right now, strategy is our focus. But for me, when I look back at 2018 and I think about the journey of that year and the big breakthroughs I've had, getting to the $30,000 a month and the 40 and the 50 and the 60 and like all of these milestones that were so beautiful, I know that what got me there were some of the hardest decisions I've had to make. And I wanted to take a moment to jump on with you guys to talk about that because these are things that you can't find in a strategy-based program. These inner mindset shifts, these decisions, these hard choices that we we all have to make in our business and we have to make in our life, these are the things that have allowed me to get to the next level. And I would be doing all of you such a disservice if I just showed up to tell you strategically, you need an email funnel and a good sales strategy and a fancy website and the proper promotion strategy to get where you want to be. You could do all those things right. And if you're not doing the inner work, if you're not looking at yourself, if you're not evaluating who you are and where you are and what you want and what's going on in your heart, you will never reach that point, right? Because you won't feel safe enough to push yourself to do those things. Like a lot of people I talk to are very aware that they're what's standing in their way of creating success because maybe you have a business and you're not showing up the way that you should, or maybe you're trying to build an email funnel, but you don't feel confident enough to say what you really want to say in that email series. Or maybe you visualize yourself running events, but you never allow yourself to get to that next audience level where you could do that because deep down you're petrified of doing events. So you self-sabotage and avoid the possibility of ever being in a position to make that decision. All that shit, all that inner stuff, that's what holds everybody back from getting to the next level. I get this question a lot from people in the group. And while you're listening, just say hi, drop a comment. I'm putting this on the podcast because it's just, this is such an incredibly powerful point that I need to make. Um, but I see people, they come to me and they say, Lauren, what do you do when you're not feeling motivated or inspired to show up? Or what do you do when you have a bad day and you need to take a break? And this is such a question I get from people because I'm always showing up, right? Like I'm posting on Instagram five to six times a week. I'm on Insta stories every day. I do a Facebook live in here Monday through Friday at noon. So this question people ask me, 
I think a big part of this is they see me showing up and they go, I don't know if I can fucking show up that way. Like, how does she do that? Let me ask. And the reality is when you're trying to grow a business, uh, even with my one-on-one clients, when I'm working in the, the one-on-one facilitating space, right? And I'm working with somebody in that, that element, uh, I'm almost acting as a high performance coach, right? Like my job is to recognize, okay, hold on. You want to do something. You're not doing it. Why are you not doing it? Let's look at that because that's what's stopping you. So you could go through Amy Porterfield and Marie Forleo and even my programs, right? You could study the fuck out of everybody. But if you have fears, if you have doubts, if you have problems, if you have anything that feels out of alignment in your heart with what you're doing, that's going to completely derail you. And that's where you feel like it's hard to show up or you try to show up and you don't do a good job at it or you uh, try to go Facebook Live and it's like not good, right? We've all been there before. It's because you're not just speaking and stepping into your truth because there's something going on that's stopping you. So I wanted to take a minute to reflect on all of that today. And before I do that, I just want to share our Badass Sales Program is still on sale for the holiday season. You have until next week, but today I encourage you to go and check out that Badass Sales Program. There's strategy, there's new content, uh, never before seen videos anywhere. Like it's really fucking rich, so go check it out. I don't know why I'm cursing so much today. I saw my sister at Thanksgiving, right? Like this is just a funny story. I saw her at Thanksgiving and she told me, she's like, I watch all your Facebook lives and you say the F word like every other sentence. And I was like, no, I don't. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? I don't. And now today I'm like, oh fuck. Like <laughs> I do. I say it like in between. Okay. Sorry. Let's, I digress. Let's go back to the topic. Let's have a conversation. I took some notes today because I wanted to share uh, just as much open heart honesty as I possibly can with you guys. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be raw. I'm going to share with you what were some of the hardest things that I've had to decide um, in the 2018 year. So we're going to start with giving you guys just an understanding and a recap of like where I was in the beginning of 2018 because you can't understand what has happened this year unless you understand where I was before that. Okay, so right about December or November of last year, my business started to explode and I was running uh, a transition phase where I was shifting out of life coaching and I was shifting into business coaching. And that happened on accident because I was showing up to run a life coaching business and probably last fall, uh, people started to come to me and say, oh, Lauren, like I saw, like you made multiple six figures this year. Like I want to do that. How do I do that? And so one, literally one day, this is how it happened. This is how I switched into business coaching. One day I woke up and I looked at my one-on-one roster and I was like, oh my gosh, this person wants to be a coach. This person wants to run a business. This person wants to run a personal brand. This person wants to be a life coach. I literally, everybody I had been working with, I connected the dots. And so this is the first most important piece of the puzzle. When you step into your coaching journey, oftentimes the ideal client that you're deciding on, even if you're not running a coaching business, even if you're just running uh, a, an overall brand, right? Let's look at like somebody who makes kombucha, right? Like this is the first, there's this beautiful company, I forget their name, but they make kombucha and that's like a product that serves everybody, right? And so maybe in the beginning of their business, much like me and my life coaching, I wasn't sure who my ideal client was. I wasn't sure who I was trying to target. I wasn't like really actually clear about 
what I was doing in the world, right? So I would show up and I would do those ideal client exercises of like, well, who do you want to attract? And like, who's the perfect fit for your business? And I would sit down and do those exercises, but I was doing them in the beginning of my business, much like all of you, I was doing them based on imagination and intuition. And I was just guessing like, oh, well, I'd like her to do this. I'd like her to have this problem. I'd like her to want this. And I was just making it up. But then along my way of selling a product, like if we look at the kombucha example, right? This one particular, I think it's Healthy Aid, it's called. They used to market just to like everyone, right? But then along the way, their their big head honchos realized that young uh, females loved their products. So what did they do? They marketed and, and partnered with Tone It Up, which was a young fitness brand. They started going on podcasts where young audiences were hanging out, like the Almost 30 podcast. So once they created their product and put it out there, the specificity of who they were talking to started to appear, right? And this is what happens for all of us. So the first hard decision I had to make in 2018 was the choice to really step into being a business coach. And so in the end of 2017, I was abandoning the overall vague life coaching brand and I was really stepping into Badass Business Babe. I established it, it was almost, I think it's just a little bit over a year old, right? So into the 2018 year, I had this plan. I was gonna fucking rock it as a business coach. I was gonna step out, I was gonna do the thing. And this is an important clue to be aware of. I strategized at the end of 2017 and I thought about like, well, what do you want and who do you wanna be and what do you want that next year to look like? So keep a note in your notebook if you're taking notes while you're watching this. Have a fucking plan for 2019. What do you wanna shift into? And so for me, I knew where I wanted to go and I decided I was going to follow what other people I knew were doing. And so my coach at the time had a year long program and I was like, this is great, passive income for a whole year. I'm gonna get 30 people in this program, I'm gonna rock it. Now up until that point, I had set goals for myself that were very monetary based. I would say I wanted to hit $30,000, I wanna hit 20 or 10. And so this first program, my year long program that we opened up last year, we made, I set the intention of people. They said, I don't care what the, the number is, the number's a byproduct, how many people do I wanna serve? How many people do I wanna help? And so I focused on that and I came up with a goal and we hit the goal. And so 2018 was off to a good start. I think in that, that year in January, so January last year, I think we hit like $30,000 of income. It was beautiful, I was so happy. I was like kicking it off on the right foot. But the hardest decision I had to make throughout the year was to let go of that year-long plan. So in the beginning of your business, you're going to be following people who are telling you what to do. And they're going to say, oh yeah, do a six-week program, do a five-week program, or oh, you know, offer your product on other people's platforms, or go network with so-and-so. Everybody has a strategy and not every strategy that everyone's using is gonna feel aligned to you. So it's so important for you to remember that yes, success does leave clues, but abandon them if it's not making you happy. And my year long program started to not make me feel good. I outgrew the vision of that program. I outgrew the customer. I outgrew the, the product and the experience around it. it. Wasn't lighting me up anymore. And so in 2018, I had to make a decision midway this year that next year, aka 2019, I would not be running that program. 
And so powerful decision number one, if you have time, uh, in addition to setting your 2019 goals, just ask yourself, what do I have to get rid of, right? Getting rid of things is something that we don't talk about as business women, but is one of the most important parts of the journey of being an entrepreneur because you have to actively reach towards new goals. And by reaching towards new goals, you have to actively try to do new things, right? So if you're constantly trying to do new things, but you're not taking the old things off your plate, what do you think is gonna happen in your business? What do you think is gonna happen in your life? You're gonna be so burnt out and exhausted because you're trying to do everything. So the art of trying new experiences is very important, but some of the hardest decisions you're gonna make are about what you let go of. And so in, 2009, in 2018, I made the decision I was no longer gonna be doing this program. And that was really hard. It was really hard because that's not just about deciding not to do something, it's also uh, holding the expectation that something's gonna replace that in the next year. And you may not know what that is. And so sometimes, you know, for me in this example that I'm sharing with you, I didn't know what the next offer would be. I didn't know what the next program or revenue stream would be that would replace that offer. But the reality is that offer wasn't serving me. So when something doesn't align with you, you have to actively choose to let it go. And that can be something that right now is generating revenue for you. Another big hard decision that I had to let go of, which is kind of underneath this umbrella of what we're talking about, this idea of, of letting go of the one-on-one -on -one clients. And so in the beginning of business growth, one-on-one -on -one was a beautiful thing for me. I built up to multiple six figures with just one-on-ones, right? Like I had a roster of like 17 people and I got so overwhelmed. I got so hurt because I wasn't making time for myself. So I started to resent all of the beautiful experiences that I was having in my business. And on top of that, I started to resent the experience of being a businesswoman because I went into business, quite honestly, because I love to create. I love to create. And so when I didn't have any more time to create in my schedule because I was running my business, right, rather than creating the vision of the business I wanted, I started to feel really frustrated. And I had to sit down and I needed to look at my schedule and I needed to ask myself, what on here has to go? Right? Like in addition to letting go of programs and offers and services that don't feel good, you also have to decide to let go of items on your, your schedule that aren't lighting you up. And the problem with a lot of entrepreneurs, depending on where your growth starts to occur, you can grow unexpectedly, like you hit an explosion in your business. This has happened to us a couple of times. Or you can grow strategically where you're slowly improving and you're slowly growing your income numbers every month. But either way, on those sides, there's a, a downside or a dark side to this experience of generating more revenue. And that is this idea that the more responsibility you have on your plate, if you're not actively choosing to remove things, you will hit an upper limit where you will get so tired and frustrated and your business will turn dark, right? And that, what I mean by that is just that feeling of like, oh, this sucks, right? Like I don't feel happy. And so it's hard to really identify why when you're making a lot of money and you still don't feel happy because there's not a lot of room in your schedule for that joy that you're trying to create. So I had to choose to let go of certain things on my schedule. And this meant removing certain one-on-one -on -one clients that were just not being held accountable. They weren't showing up, they weren't, um, 
invested the way that they should have been. And then it also meant looking at other responsibilities on my plate and just asking myself like, do I really want to do this? Do Does this really serve me? And the hardest decisions you make in your business about delegation are based on the fact that when you start to delegate things, you may not understand why that delegation makes sense. And to a lot of people, uh, even your team, when you start to build your team, for a lot of people, the decisions to delegate are too early, right? So one thing we ran into this year, I was craving a personal assistant. We had a team at the time of five of us. Uh, no, I'm sorry, we had four of us. And I didn't have a personal assistant yet. And these girls were kind of delegating each of those responsibilities amongst themselves. And I, I knew the next level version of me had a go-to personal assistant who was handling her schedule, handing, handling her flights, handling her hotel stuff. And I had a conversation with my business partner who happens to be my husband, which is super fun, right? <laughs> That's a whole nother story for another video and podcast. Uh, but I had this conversation with him and he told me, he's like, Lauren, you're not there yet, right? You're not in this place where you're actually ready and prepared to have a personal assistant. You are not making millions yet. You were like cutting the edge of half a million. So you're not really supposed to be in a place where you're having that. And I was like, you know what? higher version of me has that, right? I need to go now. We need to do this now because if we don't do this now, I'm not gonna feel safe enough to create the, the money and the revenue that will get us to the million dollar level because I won't have enough time. And so you're always acting hard decisions, acting as if you're there before you're there, right? So hiring the personal assistant before you're there, cutting down a program that's not serving you before you're there, firing one-on-one -on -one clients before you're in a position to even do so. A lot of it doesn't make sense and it creates this fear and this egoic thought in our brains that says, hey, you're doing this now, but are you aware that like maybe this isn't a good idea? Your primal brain is trying to keep you safe. Your primal brain is trying to remind you that, hey, we want you to be protected, Lauren. We don't want you to make impulsive, crazy financial decisions, or we don't want you to fire um, you know, revenue or, or shut off revenue streams that are currently available in your business because who knows if you're gonna figure out how to make that money next. Letting go of what's making you money, letting go of what's taking up your time, letting go of what you're already doing. If it's not serving you, and how do we know something's serving us? It's not just about whether or not it's bringing us money. It's serving us because it makes us happy, it makes us feel fulfilled, and it makes us feel connected to our purpose. And if you don't have those feelings with certain types of responsibilities in your business, you need to let that shit go. Even if it's making you money right now. If it doesn't feel connected, you don't need to fix that. You need to get rid of it, right? And find something new that lights you up because the stuff that's heavy, the stuff that's overwhelming, the stuff that doesn't feel good to you is the stuff that holds so much space in your heart and your energetic state. So when you, just as an example, if you have a really heavy, stressful client, this has happened to me multiple times. If you have a stressful client and you choose, you make the decision to say, I'm gonna let go of this person because they're not serving me, right? They're not letting me up or they're not uh, ideal, right? They're not your ideal client. If you choose to let go of that one person, do you know what happens? You receive like four more the next day because that person is holding such heavy energy in your space that you can't get to that next level. You can't grow, you can't go, right? And so letting go of those heavy things, even if they're small, can have a great impact on your state, your mood, your energy, your ideas, your creativity, your freedom, all those things. So these were some really hard decisions for me. I went from... 
having a roster of 17 one-on-one clients to now having a roster of four. And I love it. It is easy. And sometimes I'll do six, right? Sometimes I'll get a soulmate client on a session and I'll feel so happy and it'll be worth it for me to stretch to six. But I have a real limit there. I don't allow myself to go past my limitations because I know from experience that I want time freedom in my schedule. And so I have to act as if I'm already wealthy and say, I'm not going to take more than this. Even if it is leaving money on the table, I have to decide to leave money on the table to actually attract the money that lights me up to make rather than just having money for the sake of money. Okay. Not all money making activities are created equal. Okay. You guys know what I mean. They're not all created equal. You've had a job you've hated, you understand, right? So I really just want to remind you guys that when you have a scary decision and you don't know what to do, a really easy question that'll just solve your problem. If there's something on the fence for you that you're thinking about doing and you just don't know what step to take, you have to ask yourself, what would the higher version of me do? What would she do? And the higher version of me has done some really fucking scary shit. She's hired personal assistants before she was ready. She let go of programs that were making money. She fired clients because they weren't aligned. She's done some things to shed because the higher version of me knows that it's safe to do that, right? It's like asking yourself, what does your soul know, right? Like my soul knows it's safe to do what I'm feeling called to do. Like the world isn't going to end. So those were some really big challenging points of 2018. Uh, in addition, there were some really big investments that I made that I didn't really know if they were going to pay off, right? So I invested in getting neurolinguistic programming certified and taking a hypnotherapy course and uh, going to Tony Robbins as a platinum partner for a full year. And like logically, those investments didn't make sense, but I needed to ask myself last year, what are the things I'm going to do to get to the next level for my education? Because if you're not growing your knowledge of business and your knowledge of your your product and your industry at the same time, you will hit an upper limit. And so if you're trying to be a coach and you're not learning how to coach and you're not studying the coaching field and you're also not studying business strategy or the online space or how to be an influencer, right? If you haven't taken any online courses of mine, go check out badassbusinessbabe.com, please. If you're not growing those things, Right? I'm not saying please for me. I'm saying please for you because you need that education. And every single year you have to be asking yourself, what do I need to put on my plate this year? What types of things do I need to study or learn how to master so that I can be the best version of me in the online space? What are those things that I have to do? So keep that in mind. There was a final piece of this puzzle that I think is really important to share uh, in, in the journey of shedding, right? Because as you guys can see, there's a theme here. The hardest things you do in your business are about what you let go of. The hardest choices are about what you let go of. And I realized at a very important uh, part of this year that the culture of the team that we were building was so important to me. And I had to choose to actively let go of bad habits that I had and how I was communicating with my team. I had to let go of team members. I let go of two people this year. It was a really intense process. And there's a lot of growing pains associated with that, of like learning how to bring people onto your team who have the vision for what you have, who love what you're doing, who have the values that you have. And if your team members don't feel that way, 
regardless of how much you love them as humans, if they're not aligned with the big vision of what you're creating, you have to let them go because the energy of what's behind the scenes is just as important as the energy that's in the front of the business. So you really wanna take time to evaluate that, right? Oh, and Adam says, always know your why. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if is your why, when you think about what you're letting go of, right? Is your why because it just will get you to that next space and it'll make you feel good and it'll light you up? Or are you holding on to it for the reason that uh, you feel like if you have it, if you let go of it, that you'll fail or that something bad will happen or that you won't have the foundation? Like dudes, babes, people, use your intuition. If your intuition is making you feel sick when you have conversations with certain people on your team or when you have certain conversations with your client or your customer, or if you feel that icky feeling in your heart when you're talking about a certain topic that you don't wanna talk about on your social media feeds, it's time to change, right? You are in a freedom business to do what you love to do, to do it the way that you love to do it. You are not obligated contractually, spiritually, physically to, to do anything that you don't want to do. You don't have to have team members you don't want to have. You don't have to have products you don't want to have. You don't have to talk about certain things you don't want to talk about. This is you. This is your baby, your business. And you have to take ownership of all of those pieces of the puzzle so that you can be the best that you can be for your client and for the work that you're doing in the world. So let go of the stuff that doesn't serve you. And when it comes to your own personal habits, have a hard look. One of the things that were so hard, it was so hard for me to let go of was this idea of not being a workaholic. And I'll be honest, it's taking me a whole year to figure out like what's going on. Like I literally had a breakthrough around this last week where I was like, holy shit, like this is why you don't take time off. This is why this happens. Like I finally got to that root cause. But the bad habits you have in your business, if you're disorganized, if you're stressed out because you're trying to handle everything all the time, or if you have a bad habit of just not showing up, take ownership of that, right? Those are some hard decisions to do, but you have to do them. Where are you not showing up? Where are you not being your best? Where are you falling short in the vision of the business that you want to create? And when you can recognize that and identify it and say, hey, this is a problem in my habit and I take ownership for that and I'm going to fix it. The more you work and look on your look at yourself, the more of a result you can get for your client, the more fulfilled your, your business will be for you and for the people it serves. So I want you to keep that in mind today. Happy Friday, everybody. Uh, of course, if you're listening to this podcast, I put this on the podcast and if you're listening, it's not Friday, it's like Tuesday or Thursday. So uh, if you haven't checked out the Badass Business Podcast, go do that. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, come join the Badass Business Babe Facebook group. That's where we all hang out. I love you guys. This was amazing. Thank you so much for letting me share. I will see you all next week. And I want to encourage you, stick around this December. We have huge fucking announcements, tons of free shit for you guys. I'm so excited for what we're creating and I cannot wait to share it with you in just a couple of days. So stick around, uh, keep an eye out on your email and I will talk to all you guys soon. Bye.